0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: We are back. What do you think?
2: I think I'm
0: here. Loving it.
1: I would like to know something, that it's going to be 75 today, right? Sunny and pleasant 75. It's 7 o'clock in the morning right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, They say it's 56 degrees, but it feels like it's about 30.
2: Yeah, it's... It's that biting cold wind.
1: It is. That wind is very cold. Not
3: ideal.
1: Uh, A couple of surprises this morning. I'm looking at the weather and at the bottom of the weather where it says partly cloudy and 56. It also is signed by Brittany and says you suck.
2: Yeah, but I signed it so you know that that's...
1: So I knew it was you. It's
2: That's me, yeah. Yeah,
1: it just says... Partly cloudy, 56, you suck, Brittany.
2: In my defense, you're always like, don't touch my stuff. So it yeah, felt that's really tempting.
1: So <laughs> what I'm saying. Leave my stuff alone. Get the hell away from it.
2: It was a pretty important message.
1: But you won't listen. No. All right. Matter of fact, we're, as long as we're doing the weather, morning clouds and mostly sunny and pleasant with a high of 75. Today should be a beautiful day. Friday, sunny and a bit warmer with a high of 78. Saturday, mostly sunny and warm with a high of 81. Sunday, mostly sunny and warm with a high of 83. So at least for the next four days, it looks really, really good.
2: Yes.
1: Except for I suck. That's yep. the only part I don't care for.
2: Also accurate.
1: Also quite accurate, is it, that I suck? Yeah, thank Spot you. Spot on. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know.
2: Many people. I'll get you a list by the end of the day.
1: Okay, now this next thing that I'm going to bring up mm-hmm. should never happen, but it happened to me this morning, and I'm going to just read the headline to you guys, and then we'll go forward from there. Does yep. that make sense? Yeah. Makes total sense. So, you know, I go through the headlines and all that stuff. Since I don't watch the national news at home, I go through all the headlines of the Wall Street Journal and like five different publications to try to get some balance. There is no balance anymore, by the way. You guys, I'm sure, have noticed that.
3: Uh, I don't know where you're looking, but most news sources tell me that they are balanced. Yes,
1: that's right. So I'm not paying attention. Yeah, Obviously. That's exactly what it must be. Tom's just not paying attention. That's all there is to it. What do you think?
2: Well, just like the weather says, you suck.
1: The weather says that I suck again. I hate you. I'd like to point that out. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. All right. Well, I got to get this. Why is this? God, this thing's acting weird today. I don't know what the hell's going on with my screen. But... I
2: think there's a ghost in our technology. Today. There's a.
1: Yeah, well that does happen once in a while. What causes that kind of thing? All the glitchiness and all that stuff.
3: Mercury's in retrograde.
1: Oh, is that what it is? And my yeah. fire okay. sign
3: is not okay. lining up with my water sign today. It there yeah. We are it. in the
2: season of Gemini, and Ugh. that's the only one I know. <laughs> so unfortunately, I can't give you guys anything else unless we're in the end of May.
1: That is the deal.
2: Yeah. We're currently Gemini's we tricky.
1: Why is Gemini? Because it's a two-sided deal. Yeah, is <clears> that like what you're saying?
2: Forty-five personalities, and all of them are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you, hate
1: all, you hate. all of your. Per- you hate our personalities or your personalities? No, I'm
2: saying I, this is a dig on me. For once, I've, I, I, uh, all my personalities suck, but I have a lot of them.
1: I thought everybody loved your personality. No, that's what I heard anyway. You
2: were told wrong. You were sold on a a, a false reality.
1: Uh, Yeah, I suppose. I suppose that's true. Uh, I'm just trying to get through some stuff here. Things uh, are are looking pretty good. But but I saw a headline this morning in the Star Tribune, and I got to bring it up because it's like, really? This is my life now? Uh, Let me scroll down and find it. I know it's here somewhere. Where the hell did it go?
2: What was it? I'll find it for you when you...
1: Uh, It's it's a a Neil Justin's article today. It's Neil Justice. I suppose I could just type his name in there. Yeah, now.
2: I'm finding it. Which, what's it on?
1: <clears throat> what do you mean, what's it on?
2: What's the topic?
1: The topic is a media CEO Okay. that loves, what is it, Succession? Minnesota
2: CEO loves Succession. Okay,
1: do you see who the Minnesota CEO is? No. Jesus, was... It's what a failure. I'm it's, putting
2: it in Tom's news stories for it's you. It's a
1: disaster. You well, she still haven't seen who the media mogul is, huh?
2: Okay, media CEO. Oh, it's Jenny. Jenny Morris.
1: I get to read a news article about this media CEO mega whatever.
2: You might assume that Jenny Morris watches Succession differently <laughs> from the rest of us. That's because she's a member of the Hubbard family, the closest thing Minnesota has to the fictional Roy's, the generations version of the Ewing's of Dallas. But with nastier put-downs. But Morris... Ooh, who, the Hubbards
1: have nastier put-downs? I
2: think they meant the Ewings. I That's think what that. I kind yeah.
1: of... But it didn't sound like it, it was It didn't sound like
0: it, It <laughs>
2: didn't <laughs> sound like the Hubbards are running around yeah. screaming at each other.
1: It does, doesn't but it? But
2: Morris, who runs the Hubbards radio division, said the drama in the hit series, which ends its four-season run at 8 p.m. Sunday on oh. HBO, has almost nothing in common with with her real life. It's so unrelated to me, said Morris, who oversees stations in eight major markets. I watch it like I watch a train wreck. Morris said that she just had lunch with her brother Stan, CEO of the Reels Cable Channel in New Mexico, brother Rob, who oversees KSTP and other TV stations, and dad Stanley, the 90-year-old Hubbard Broadcasting kingpin, who still comes to the St. Paul office every weekday. If anyone stabbed another with a butter knife during dessert, she didn't mention it.
1: There you go, ladies and gentlemen. We got also you know what just made me feel really weird there? Two things made me feel really weird. What's that? Number one would be the fact that I met Ginny when she was eight years old. So now an eight year old that I met all those years ago now gets to tell me about what media is all about. She's a media mogul. She
2: does it well. Yeah. What
1: do you think of that action?
2: Who would have thought? When you, when you saw her at eight years old, you're going to say, you're going to be my boss someday, kiddo. She's
1: not my boss. I
2: know, but it was fairly a dramatic story. No,
1: telling. sorry, I'm not accepting it.
2: Fine. You're going to be Britney and Rudy's boss someday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I suppose. But we did form a nice uh, little... Uh, Shoulder to shoulder alliance all worked out. But no, it's a, it's a great article about Ginny Hubbard. And see, I, can, I cannot get over calling her Ginny Hubbard. I've been calling Morris, her that for 50 yeah. years. Yeah. So, Ginny Morris. Yeah. Because of her, her children, she has children, their name is Morris, right? Yeah. So that yeah. would make sense. You want to hold on to the Morris. She's got her part. first
2: grandkid, oh.
1: That's what I heard. She told me. So that's pretty damn cool. It's very cool. Okay, and the other upsetting thing about what you just said about the Hubbard family? Mm hmm. When I met Stanley Hubbard II, okay, he was 38 years old. Oh
2: my God! <laughs> How old were you when you met him then? 18. Oh my God!
1: I was eight, 17 or 18 when I met him. Like, so he had 38. He seemed like an old guy to me, anyway. So you know what I mean. But it, it I mean, those are two weird things. Somebody you've known since she was eight years old is now with this big media mogul, and her father. He met when he was 38 is 90. Um Jesus.
2: When we used to go to the Christmas party, this is years oh, ago. I love that Christmas party. He every year Stanley would go up there and make a speech, and it was very inappropriate.
4: Oh yeah, every and year. we yep. all
2: loved it, and it was always one of his kids had to run up there and grab <laughs> him because he would just—he was funny. It wasn't yeah. like you're gross. It was just funny. He's
1: always been a very very nice guy. I ran into him a few years ago. It was a. I think it was over, at, uh, over in St. Paul's at a hockey game. I think that's where we were. Maybe it was a concert over in St. Paul. And Stanley was standing right in front of our, I, was, I can't remember whose suite it even was, but we went to somebody's suite. And Stanley was standing there. And I walked up, and he was really busy. He was, like, focused on something. So I walked by. I said, Mr. Hubbard, how are you doing? Tom Bernard. he goes, hi, how are you? <laughs> he was a little distracted, I think. Yeah. Is what the problem was.
2: I, uh, one of the times that I had gone from KQ to Hubbard, we'd had this show called... What Weekend. was it?
1: From where? Oh, shush. From, from... What? Never heard of it what?
2: Never heard of it. Never had, heard of it. Um, I had done a, a year with Hubbard, and I, they, we had a show called Weekend Dirt, and it was getting completely canceled, so there's no spot for me to go, and it was our, they are like... Uh-oh. And they go, and they were so funny, they go... You can still come to the holiday party if you want. It was in like about a week. And me and my friend Olivia, who are 20 and broke, we're going, yeah, we're going to that thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One more meal. Uh,
2: Right? right, Why not? And we didn't care. It was because everyone was like, we're so sorry. We're like, we are 20. it, It wasn't anything. And so we went. And I remember I was like, Olivia. We might not get this chance again. We got to get right. a picture with Stanley. Yeah. And so, sure enough, we have this photo. He looks like, he's like, what? who are these Yeah, women? Well, He looks bored as hell. No, yeah. he's like, confused that we'd have the, you know, like, what are we, you know? Yeah. And it, he's
3: like, why are you two in the men's room? What are you doing in here? <laughs>
1: Yeah, what the hell were you doing in this?
2: Worth there? it. I got to find that photo. It's so good.
1: Oh, you still have the photo? Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I think so too. We're so I would have never been that brazen had I not been currently fired. And I remember everybody at the party was like, "We're so sorry." And we're just eating shrimp. Yeah. Olivia's getting wasted totally. And, it was so fun.
1: It's a good time had by Where where is that party now? Because it used to be a
3: town and country. Still downtown? Downing. Still at the uh, – I think Hilton? it's at the Hilton, I believe. Yeah, downtown Hilton. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's to go to where
2: last went. year yeah. – yeah, it was super fun last year. And last year it um, went on the same day that the Vikings had that big comeback. Yeah. And so people downtown were insanely drunk, and it was a blast running into people. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, those parts. I haven't been to one in a long, long time. Like I said, the last one I went to was a Town & Country over there on uh, on the river. That, it's a golf course over there. You guys know where that is, right? I don't. No. Wait, don't no. you really? No. Town & Country is a fun golf course. You should play it sometime.
3: Well, the golf courses I play are like $12 a round, so.
1: <laughs> Just put the arm on <laughs> Master CEO Ginny to yeah, right. give you the comp. Get on the golf course. <laughs> We should call it and, and pretend we're somebody else. And go, yes, uh, Ms. Hubbard, this is Bilber Ditzman from W.W. Ditzman.
3: It, it went away, Britt. You got to. Oh.
2: Oh, dang. Yeah. There it is. There it is. There, right it there.
1: Is. Oh, my God. Stanley <laughs> <laughs> yeah. looks good in that picture.
2: I know. This is from you know, he, he 2015.
1: Good. See, look how nice that is. But yeah, what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is every year since I suppose the company started, the Hubbards throw this great Christmas party. And the food's terrific, and the entertainment, but I still, my another one of my favorites was I went to that party, and at, at that time, the new, the, what's the movie that just came up so I had to dress just like him?
2: I'm scared to know if it's, okay, what year? Say it one more time. That would have been 1972, I um, Not Pulp?
1: Fiction. Nope, no, nope. It was long before that.
3: Superfly.
1: You got it. Oh! It was Superfly. And I showed up with that long coat and that big hat.
2: That's so funny. I'm
1: 18 years old. I walk up there, and there's Mr. Hubbard standing at the front door. And he looks at me, and I could see by the look in his eye, he's like, What the hell is this Who
2: now? Who, who invited who, this who guy? Who invited
1: this hun yuck? But he looks at me, and he looks at me, and then all of a sudden he goes, Merry Christmas, man. <laughs> I thought it was wonderful.
0: You know,
2: they must get it's so funny because they are very businessy. Yeah. But they yep. deal with all the personalities. They must just get constantly oh. a moment where they look around and go, What, what the actual hell is this?
1: Imagine dealing with salespeople, TV people, and radio people. No. Oh, my God. No. Mm-hmm. no. It's got to be torture.
3: I remember being at an event one time. I won't say who it is, but he he is somebody who is much higher up on the totem pole than all of us. And uh, there was a girl who walked in. She had a super sh- uh, short skirt on with a really tight top, and she was kind of falling out of it. And uh, he looks over at me, and he goes, Jesus, who's the guy who stopped by Lake Street before he decided to come to the party tonight? Oh. And I was like, uh, that's your new midday gal? <laughs> oh. He was like, what? Who employed this person? I was like, uh, yeah. So I kind of walked over. I'm like, "You should. people are talking. You should probably put some clothes on it's not gonna be good
2: it's something to be said a lot of the people when, the, when you go to these big parties for a lot of these people would never work in a normal job yes. I mean I look at even what we're wearing today and we could none none of us three could go to an office right now yes they could and what you're some wearing could, what's yeah. wrong
1: with this shirt I'm just
2: saying it's you're pretty. Yeah, actually, you're pretty you're, put
1: together. God, what's wrong with
2: Normally, you? Normally, you're not.
1: Even my shoes match my outfit. Look at that. I do
2: like the green on green. Huh? See I'm a, what I'm saying? You know how I feel about green. I feel strongly about green. You yes. could probably show up in a casual setting
1: office. Casual setting?
2: Yeah. Well, why not? I
1: got pants on.
2: Watch. I'm very impressed because usually you're wearing shorts.
1: and I'm Whenever I can, middle I'm, of winter.
2: I'm not wearing any Appropriate. Please don't for stick anywhere. your leg
1: up in the air like that I have again when I'm looking. On. I don't care. I have it, still was, on. it still was vile mm-hmm. that you would act like that.
2: That's where life comes from. So.
1: <laughs> that's that's who <laughs> takes care of that whole deal. All right, we'll cover the whole thing and everything will be good. But yeah, that, that Christmas party, I'm really looking forward to that coming this year because I just missed it last year by about two days.
2: It's so fun. Yeah. I was
1: still working for Shitholia, so I couldn't come to the party.
2: Yeah. It was a blast.
1: Not fair. You mean you own. didn't go
3: have your Christmas party over at Lariat Lanes? <laughs> oh no,
1: it wasn't even that nice. The last time we went, like halftime wreck or no, that wasn't even
3: no. Was it halftime wreck?
2: Yeah, that, but I think. That's the one with the dirt floor in the basement, right? I think.
3: Yeah, maybe. I just remember we had gone from, I remember when we were bu- owned by ABC, yes. that Christmas party was at some hotel, yep. and I remember like walking in, it was like a grand entrance to a ball. It was amazing. And then the next year, they're like, hey, by the way, so the new company says uh, no more Christmas party. And everyone's like, all right, well, we're not going to sink our own dough into it. Where do you guys want to go? And everyone <laughs> went... Lariat Lanes. I was like, good enough. That was I, Hamilton's idea at first, it, I think. Yeah, don't get me wrong, it was great. It going was super there. fun. It was a su- it was super fun, but when you go from like having shrimp cocktails to having frozen Jack's pizzas the all next right. year, you're like, alright, great. The, right.
2: the, the one, When I realized it was pretty bleak, is they were like, we're having a Christmas party, but this year, really, we mean no budget. And so they said, oh, we're all gonna God. bring your own meal to share. <laughs> yeah, And I was like, so we brought food to a bar and, like, plugging in Crock-Pots, and I was like... What
1: year was this?
2: I cannot remember. It all is such a blur. Would it, would it
1: have been, like, how, 10 years ago?
2: Yeah, probably. 10 years ago. Yeah.
1: That radio station, those that group of radio stations made about $40 million that year. Mm-hmm. But What do you mean they don't have any money?
2: No, nothing for appetizers. Oh,
1: my God. 40, at, I would say, the, no, maybe not because of the other I, ones weren't doing that great, but...
2: I gotta. 40,
1: ask, I'd guess
2: 40. I gotta ask our listeners: like, is our Christmas parties something in their normal work?
1: I don't know. We, I, I, I don't see. Know. I didn't ever work for corporations like that. Like I worked for the Hubbards, but then when you work for ABC, never had a Christmas party that I can remember. Well, maybe I just wasn't invited. I think that was the problem. Shut did up. they have? Did they have Christmas parties? For for
3: uh, which for, one? A, for, uh, for
1: ABC. Yeah,
3: that was where it was with the big. Uh, okay, that's where they had the so big like was.
1: grand ballroom. Yeah, wow. it was great.
2: I'm sure you were invited. I bet you just didn't go.
1: Well, no. What happened was I was invited. And I said, as a general manager, come. They said, yeah, I get forget it. I know. I'm not. I'm hanging out with general managers who drink. That's not a good idea because by the end of the night, you have to go shut the f up or I'll behead you. <laughs> Behead. You
3: have to. I mean, I'm
2: going to decapitate. <laughs> no,
3: behead is much better than decapitate. I, I know you have loved ones and there's an <laughs> HR, but hey, man, here's my katana sword. Yeah, there you
2: go. <laughs> here's the game plan of tonight. The agenda.
1: My favorite story is, what was Garth, Garth uh, what was his last name, the guy that did afternoons at KQ? Garth Kemp.
3: Oh, Oh, okay.
1: Garth, do you guys remember Garth Kemp? I don't don't remember
3: him. Ray Eric was the guy when I was Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I miss Ray. I love Ray. Great guy. We should have Ray on as a guest. I would
3: love to. He's the best. He's a great guy. really nice man.
1: So let's reach out to Ray Eric, get him on the show. We can have some laughs. Yeah. But who the hell was it that I was just thinking about at at these Christmas parties? What a setup. That's all I'm saying. And, of course, it was Tom... uh, do you have any cash on you because we have to pay for this? I, honest to God, as soon as you become what they perceive as very successful, it's all on you.
2: That's why I'm always going to stay just broke. and
1: That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You know, I'm not kidding you. That's a good idea. Just stay just above the broke level because then nobody will bother you.
2: That's pretty much where I've been hanging out for a long time.
1: Yeah, it's so funny because I tuned into it. I'm trying to find... Is there such a thing as a middling national news? I, can't, I I've been looking. I cannot find one. Well, give up. Well, but I got to find out what's going on in the world, don't I?
2: No, Catherine said you can't.
1: So I can't find out what's going so, on in the world. No. But it's just. Oh, that's the big no. Mm-hmm. Is that right next to the f u? No, that's you suck. Oh, that was you suck. Yeah. That's what it was. Okay. No, I I I, I just. I'm trying to find the nice middling viewpoint, but I guess the middling doesn't sell, though, does it?
2: Well, also, middling's so close to meddling that I'm having, a tr- having trouble um, accepting having Why don't you go <laughs> take
1: a nap, for Christ's sake? Right?
2: Every time you say middling, I go, why do you want something middling? Oh, yeah, middle, middle. not meddling. It just, yeah. it just was middling. very close to meddling.
3: Oh, this isn't Scooby-Doo. You're not like, <laughs> oh, those meddling news sources. Yeah.
2: Can I read you some... Um, Emails from listeners. Is there
1: alcohol in that glass?
2: No, I'm in a good mood, you guys. Uh Uh-oh,
1: we got to ruin that.
2: Uh, Don't worry. It's already (laughs) closed. It's
1: coming. Jeff
2: wrote in, because you know how I asked about (laughs) Christmas parties. Uh, Jeff wrote in, our company used to have Christmas parties, but they stopped having them about 15 years ago.
1: Um, For what reason? Does he say what reason?
2: No, he doesn't. Jeff, get back to us. And then uh, Dave wanted you to tell a sad story, which I don't know if I want you to tell it. What is it? I asked you to tell this last week, or when Allie was here. But asked Tommy to tell the B-Day cake story.
1: Birthday cake? Why? That's not sad. It's just stupid. It's yeah. sad.
2: I think it's sad.
1: That was Steinmetz, wasn't it?
2: I'm not sure. It
1: was Steiny, yeah. Okay, very quick, because we've got to go to break here, okay. but it's true. So I uh, got lucky. I get a call from Dave Hamilton, come and work at KQRs, do the morning show, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm there literally, and I, I don't know why this happened, They did spend some money on marketing, which they have not heard of in years now, but they spent some money on marketing. But all of a sudden, for some reason, there must have been a a gap or a soft spot or something in the market, because the show right from day one just blew up. And that doesn't usually happen, you know? I don't think it was that great a show, so that wasn't what it was. I mean, at first, we were just fine. You know, you're finding your way. It's not that good, really. Mm -hmm. But... um, So they started bringing in tons and tons and tons of money. I mean, it was the top rate by far ever paid in this market. Somebody told me it was like $6,000 for one minute. Dang. Sure. At at times, yeah. Or maybe even more than that, from what I understand. That's so crazy. What's so amazing, so we're making money, Just the money's just pouring in the building for about a year. And then I go to to the station one time in November, so this is about a year and a half in. So we're just kicking ass, and they're making tons of money. I go. They have a birthday cake waiting for me on the table in the cafeteria. They light the candles. Everybody comes together. They sing happy birthday. They blow out the candles. And I'm like, oh, that's very nice of you. Thanks for thinking of me. Got my next paycheck. They took the cost of the cake out of my paycheck.
2: <laughs> oh, that's so bleak.
1: How on earth do you do something like a guy's just made you millions and millions and millions of dollars and you can't pay thirty bucks for a birthday. Cake.
3: Yeah, I hope it doesn't <laughs> sound like we're whining about the fact like, oh, we don't get a Christmas party. We're people who work our asses off to make these companies oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. a lot of money. Lots yeah. of and money. And once a year, you just, and I've told this story before about Hubbard when I, we, we got a little box of chocolates. Yeah. And somebody who, this is like my first year at Hubbard. And they're like, can you believe that they gave us just a small box of chocolates for Christmas? I'm like, well, first off, you get a kick-ass Christmas party coming up in like yeah. three days. Yeah. Yeah. And secondly, yep. a box of chocolates is probably ten times more than you will get from any <laughs> other radio station in this market. So enjoy it.
2: And I, everybody who's left theirs in their mailbox for more than three weeks, I Get ate it. them. Yep. Yep.
1: Remember Charles, the, the, uh, the UPS delivery guy? Yeah. Black man in America today? Mm-hmm. Remember how happy he was at one Christmas because they gave away bathrobes? Yeah. Kate, to bath, the bathrobes? And I gave mine to Charles.
2: That'd be so legit to have. I mean, I guess you'd have oh, to throw it out by it. now if you were using it. Yeah,
1: but, I,
3: would, yeah. I would hope so. Um,
2: but... That's that's actually cool yeah. and really weird it. that you'd have a KQRS Yeah, bathroom.
3: Why, why a bathrobe? I, I don't know. Right now, there's somebody at a Goodwill going. Why is there a Tom Bernard bathrobe <laughs> hanging on one of these racks? <laughs> oh, Charles if you find one of those me. at
2: KQ or at uh, Goodwill. I will buy it from oh, you, God, and yeah. I will keep it in here and just use it as, like, my sweatshirt.
1: <laughs> it's all true. It's
2: all true.
1: Okay, we're going to close with this because i got to go to break. Oh, yeah. Remember the first TV campaign we had for the KQ Morning Show? Mm-mm. I feel like I've seen commercials on YouTube or something, but please go ahead. There was a guy who weighed about 400 pounds dancing. Remember that one? Yes, I remember that. Yeah, with the
2: headphones, right? That's the guy. Y- your, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, about uh, 10% of people thought that was me.
0: <laughs>
2: That's rough. It's
1: like thank you. Thank that you so is, much. This guy would, couldn't fit in this room. For that three. would yeah.
2: break me as a
1: person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that you? No, it's not me.
2: Oh, that would Jesus, end me. spell amino. That would. All right, I'm taking rest a break. In peace my heart.
1: I'm hyperventilating, so I gotta take a break. Uh, when Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes Pillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has a patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow. And now with a brand-new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you will ever own. Say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night. More great news on the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free offer. With promo code TOM. MyPillow 2.0, with its temperature-regulating technology, is 100% made in the United States. Comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to receive the MyPillow 2.0 buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought My Pillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code TOM. You could probably use it, too. Did you know, by the way, I saw a little thing, a study that's been done? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of our listeners don't, don't use promo codes. They just buy the product, and they don't pay attention to that kind of
2: deal. Well, knock it off.
1: Yeah, I mean, but how do you tell people who have a lot of money that listen to you to knock it off? Because they can buy all the products you sell.
2: I just mean, use the promo code. Use that, money, And then take, you can take me to lunch. I've been
1: That'd begging them. Money. Our listeners won't listen to me. Enter promo code Tom or call 800-516-5146 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. If you've been hurt in a car collision, it's traumatic enough. You don't need to waste time and energy on the legal stuff. Think of us as a partner who will guide you through the process. First off, you need to recover. But part of that is getting the compensation you deserve. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we'll work hard so you can get the rest you need during the trying months after a personal injury. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we understand how important it is to make our clients comfortable. So we build each client relationship on the pillars of honesty and transparency. Don't miss out on what's rightfully yours. We'll go to bat for you. For your free case consultation, please visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. I'm Mike Bryant, I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to Bradshaw and Bryant.
4: Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant
3: on your side, seeking justice for the injured, Bradshaw Bryant.
1: Hi, this is Tom Bernard. If you've been listening, you know I'm a fan of Nissan vehicles. I own an Altima. My son and daughter-in-law both own Nissans, and we bought them all at Walls or Nissan stores here in the Metro. They hang their hats in Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. So why is Walls are different than other Nissan stores, and why should you absolutely go there this month? Tell them I personally sent you to lease or buy your next vehicle. First, there's Walzer Care, a complimentary powertrain warranty that will keep you covered for miles to come for free at Walzer Nissan. This month, you can score 0% financing for up to 60 months on select Nissans, or you can lease the 2023 Nissan Pathfinder S for only $269 a month. You'll need to tell them you want the Tommy B deal, of course. That's understood. So, not just Nissan, but Walzer. Walzer Nissan, Burnsville, Waisata, and Coon Rapids. Don't forget to let them know the Tom Bernard family sent you and ask for the Tommy B deal. Go to Walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. 269 per month for 24 months, 10,000 miles per year, 5,900 do it signing, VIN PC261725.
4: Do you ever Google yourself? Are you happy with what you find? Or is it cringy? Are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team? How do you feel when you Google your own place? What do you see? A non-updated social media page you don't even remember making? Ads for your competitors? An old-school website with outdated information? Hubbard Interactive can help. They can do it all for your business. They're a Google Premier Partner, so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher. They can build a 21st century website for you that communicates all the right things, all the best ways. They've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp, plus social media, influencer marketing, podcasting, and more. All the things that will make you a lot happier next time you Google yourself. Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding. Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. HubbardInteractive.com. Building campaigns that connect.
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, we are back. I want to throw the the forecast at you because basically... What are the great words of G- uh, J.D. Salinger and t- uh, Catcher in the Rye? How cold was it, according to J.D. Salinger?
2: Uh, witch's, no, tit. witch's Tit. You I was got it. Witch's Tit.
1: Colder than a witch's tit. <laughs> I will never forget that. That's
2: a good trivia question. Oh, it's
1: a great line, I too. I knew it.
2: I was thinking of like, when a, I always think of like a blue tit when anyone says that, like a <laughs> freezing blue mm-hmm. witch boob.
1: Who was the young actress that he got really creepy around? As J.D. Salinger got older, he started like following around this young movie star or something. I don't know, Do you sounds, remember
3: that? Sounds like something Drew Barrymore would have happened when she yeah, was just coming up. It the was ranks. about that era. Yeah.
1: It was about You might be right, it might have been her, but I remember
2: Elaine Joyce, was that it? Oh,
1: Elaine Joyce was a very pretty young woman. So yeah. he was he was stalking her?
2: Oh, and then Una O'Neill, JD's Salinger's love interest Rebel in the Rye. Yep. Um I don't. Yeah, there's there's a few that he seemed like he was. He was quite stalking smitten with <laughs> challenger.
1: Quite smitten or stalking. I'm I not like sure. that. that's a good combo right there. So yeah, it's colder than which is hit. At least it was about an hour ago. Um, they say it's fifty. Well, it hasn't. The temperature hasn't gone up at all. It's still fifty six. But there's a chill in here, man. That, is it? And it's a wind, isn't it? I think.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it just feels like when we both stepped, because you and I got here at the same time, we both yeah. stepped out of the car, I was like, I, because I, you have a closed-in garage, I have a connected garage, too, and so right. you kind of are in the elements, and then we both got out of the car, and we
1: oh
0: instantly regretted
2: our outfit choices. It was
1: just freezing, for Christ's sake. So here's the deal. Morning clouds and MLC Sunny Pleasant with a high 75, so it'll be gorgeous today again. Friday, sunny, a bit warmer, high of 78. Saturday, mostly sunny, 81. Sunday, mostly sunny, 83. So for the next four days, and, and after that, it's really nice, too. Possibly, I don't know, we'll see how it works out. Oh, I should do Memorial Day, too, because it's a three-day weekend. Uh, Memorial Day, partly to mostly sunny and very warm with a high of 88. So the next five days look really, really good. And do you ever look at a forecast six days out and go, oh, that's what it is? No. It's never accurate.
2: I don't even mean like as soon as you start getting to the three or four day, I hey, go, right. I'm, I'm not retaining any of this. <laughs> I I li- am yeah, well. listening, but I'm not retaining my mom texted and said, Cold is as a cold as a witch's tit in a brass bra. In a brass
1: bra. That's I've never very heard of your mom ma- I love your mom. Beverly. Where's your mom?
2: My mom loves you and it's Yeah, so where the hell annoyed. is she? She never
1: comes around anymore.
2: Uh, well they're coming back from Florida right now. They're oh, are li- they? they're driving back right where now. Where do they go? Uh they go to Fort Myers.
1: Gee, what a shock. A Minnesotan in Fort Myers. Whoever heard of it?
2: I have the cutest Picture of you and my mom, we were at that uh 80s uh cruise, we went on that 80s cruise, oh, of a, God. that like river cruise or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you guys are so she's in like a full 80s attire, and you're just like, What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> my mom loves yeah. you, it's so annoying every time
1: she's you, a sweetheart. Be
2: nice to Tom, Brittany. yeah, Brittany. I hate <laughs> Beverly, Beverly, you're, you're the best. No, who no.
1: loves you more than me, Beverly? Be- I Your do. daughter, no, you said you didn't. That's what you told me I'm off the air. I'm so
2: excited for her and my stepdad to come home. That is great. It's great.
1: It is wonderful having her on. Man, now, yeah, way, way to make me feel worse. You yeah. guys both have parents. I got nothing.
2: I know. But you went to Fonny's dance recital last night.
1: And I will tell you, my mother's final goodbye to me was still one of the greatest things of all time. Oh Honest to God, very quickly. I'm holding her hand. She's going to die. I have to leave town for two weeks because i got to go to New York and do some stuff. So I would not going to see her. And she goes, Tom, there's no way I'm going to still be alive when you get back. I'm like, oh, you don't know that. I'm gonna... So I'm holding her hand and telling her how much I love her and all that stuff and blah, blah, blah. I said, Mom, the great thing about it is that if you do pass away before I get back, the good thing for you, you've, you've loved the Virgin Mary your whole life. You're an ardent Catholic. You get to meet the Virgin Mary. And she paused, looked up at me and said, yeah, don't give me that. <laughs>
2: coming from you. She knew what you believed in. The greatest like, of all time. She's like, listen.
1: <laughs> your own mother, her last words to you are, yeah, bullshit. Get out of here.
2: <laughs> Don't miss your flight.
1: I do miss that woman, though. God, she was a wonderful human being.
3: Yeah. It is always the worst when people are about to, you know, kick yeah. the bucket and they say something that makes you never forget them. Because oh, yeah, my grandmother, true. who I, I understand my grandmother had her moments, you know, where she could sure. get her, It'd be a little feisty. Yeah. But at the end, apparently my mom was up there. It was like hours before she had passed. And my grandmother looked at my mom and said something along the lines of, uh, "I wish, I wish I would have done things better. And my mom's Aww. and my mom said, "Well, well, mom, that's that's ridiculous. Like, I I can't imagine that you would have any regrets." And apparently, my grandmother looked at my mom with fires like eyes like Scott Studwell just on fire and said, <laughs> "You don't know what I've done." Dude! Oh well, I was like, well, "Mom, why did you tell me that? Well, now I carry this with
2: Grandma." No, <laughs> well, wa- you pass it on to me, no. Rudy. You pass it on to us. Yes. We can't. I can't carry this burden, even like peripherally. True.
1: It's a very good point.
3: Oh. You, you, Grammy's got a halo.
2: Now she's got devil horns. What the hell did she do? What did she do? Yeah. And did she wanna tell? And if you she did, you shut it down. You can your mom can't carry that weight.
3: Don't wanna know. Don't yep. wanna know. How, when was your grandmother born? Oh, it had to have been I think she was it must have been like late twenties, early thirties. Did you think she was a gun mall in New York? I feel like there was some stuff <laughs> there. There is yeah. something there. There is something you there, yeah. You don't know oh,
1: what I've yep. done. You don't
0: know what I've done.
3: But maybe like, you
2: just have to have a cool thing to say before you go. Because knowing me, it'll be like, turn on the Real Housewives before <laughs> you go. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be something so dumb.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I My favorite death story, though, is still Don Rickles. I guarantee you when I die, now don't get me wrong, I'm very fond of my wife. She's a wonderful person, all the rest of it. But I guarantee you when they find me dead and they have my funeral.
2: Find you dead.
1: My wife's going to say, oh, did he die?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, well.
1: Poor Don Rickles.
2: (laughs) Oh, did he die? That's so funny. I
1: think he was one of the funniest human beings ever born, and there's no way he could do his act today. No way.
2: He is so funny. There are so many... If you go back and watch any of his interviews, I mean, they're just hostile. Oh, yeah. And hilarious.
1: One of the nicest men you'd ever want to meet, though. I and bet. No, just I just a think... a wonderful, nice guy.
2: I think people that really are in showbiz that, like, probably are are smart enough to realize how ridiculous it is... Right. ...have an edge to them, and it's hilarious.
1: Yeah, I think that's true. Mm-hmm. I think that's very, very true. Some great... I don't know. I, who... Now, Rudy, you'd be the one to answer this one. Is there, uh, you know, there are obviously many established acts, all the rest of it. Some, and I don't want to refer to them as middling, but some that haven't maybe bubbling under. They haven't quite made it yet. Mm-hmm. Are there some young people coming up that are just really kicking ass?
3: You think that we should probably pay attention to Rosebud Baker? I don't know that name even. She is her dad or her was it her uncle. What well, I think it was Steve Baker. He was like the Secretary of Defense. Really, but Rosebud is. Yeah, I think one of the funniest and sharpest comics you will ever see. She is just, I mean, everything that comes out of her mouth is so funny. Uh, Steph Toloff is another one. Matt Bronger. These are all people that are, like, just a step below. They're all oh, headliners, okay. but they're not quite right. past it yet. Dan Soder right. is another one. They're, and I know d- Dan Soder. Yeah, great guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Nice guy. And who should be much higher up on the totem pole than where he's at right now. And, yeah, there's a few people out there where you're like, okay, You've come a long way, but you got about another two years before people are really going to know yeah. who you are. Yeah.
1: yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Now, I, we need comedy more than ever right now. And like I said, if we can just kind of try to bring this together instead of puking up our hatred, that would be really wonderful. And I think, like in 1982 it happened, and it needs to happen again, that comedy needs to step up and take that front seat. Because that's the only way we're going to get out of this. Yeah. we got to start laughing again, man. I mean, I do anyway, but... It all works out in the end. I laugh at Kristen Burt all the time. That's all I know. No matter matter what what she does, does. I just go, you are a disaster.
5: Got it. (laughs) What an introduction. Wait, I need to share this. I don't know if you can see it with the camera, but this is Rosebud Baker with Scandamol, (laughs) Brit. Oh!
2: OMG, I need more. I'm looking this up. She was oh, pregnant great. and took her baby to... The, her first concert was Tom Scandival. There you go. That's so sad.
5: Now, who
1: is that you're showing? <laughs> uh,
5: it was Rosebud Baker with Tom Rosebud Sandoval, who's Baker. been the Vanderpump Rules disaster we've been talking about um, over oh, and over God. again. I just thought that that was a funny transition because I was like, I'm always looking for new female comedians to follow. So thanks for the suggestion, Rudy. Yeah. She's one of
3: the best. I opened up for her, like, I don't know, about uh, five, six months ago. And it's funny because she's going to be on the road with Burt Kreischer coming up here. Oh, Burt's a great guy. Yeah. And doing stadium tours, she will be, like, literally, no joke, in stadiums, 60,000 people. Jesus. And about eight months pregnant at the time. So, Man. Yeah.
5: (laughs) kicking some serious butt. I love it.
3: Burt
1: Kreischer tells some of the greatest stories. That that whole deal with the swords on a train in Russia. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, The Machine.
3: That movie comes out this week, I uh, think. Oh, does right? it come out yeah. this week?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Burt's a great guy, really good guy. So, Kristen Burt, I watched episode two of Jury Duty, and <laughs> it's it's okay so far. <gasps>
2: That's a win. That's a win, people. I it know. is it's,
1: okay. It's so a
2: positive c- category.
1: But didn't you tell me the third episode when it really kicks it's in anyway?
5: Third episode. Okay,
1: good, good. Because, yeah. I mean, I like it.
5: Show, yeah, and this is definitely a show It needs the exposition, so you kind of, like, understand, because it is an ensemble of characters, and they're all going to factor into Ronald Gladden's experience. Yeah. So that is definitely a situation where um, you kind of just have to follow all of that. But I promise, just stick with it.
1: I think it's really, really good. I I, I shouldn't say it's really good. It's good so far. It's not a knockout comedy. I laugh, but not over over the top. But I do like everybody in it.
5: Yeah, and the and the premise is so interesting. You know, it's yeah. so funny. I had watched Jury Duty alone, um, and then my husband kind of joined in maybe halfway through, and he's like, "Oh, I know him. I know her. Like, right. he knew a lot of the actors in it." So I wonder. If, I need to ask him because he's just I, he finished it this weekend, um, this past weekend. If it was a different experience knowing the actors um, versus not knowing. I didn't know any of the actors who participated in the in the actual show itself.
2: But the tall, lanky guy is from Parks and Rec. Didn't did you watch Parks and Rec ever?
5: I did, yeah. But it's like a lot of the sub characters like he he knew pretty
2: much everybody they've okay. all
5: been in the business a long time so that,
2: that was the only one that kind of took me out of it where i go oh my god that guy's from parks and rec
3: yeah his name is kirk fox and he's a, <laughs> he's a little because he also does uh reservation dogs
2: yeah 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 yeah
3: which yeah he's a little too famous to be on there that's what like, i thought yeah, yeah.
2: I, if i recognize him and i'm you know by no means in the know right now i was like that's not a good sign
3: mm-hmm. but did and he's been
2: on TikTok
5: really talking about his experience and the kind of behind the scenes. So Kirk has given, like, a real insider on how they did any, did stuff. So if you're interested, go and check out his TikTok account.
1: Okay, I have a question for you, Kristen Burt. KB2. Yes. If Uncle Tommy really likes one character on jury duty, and I really do like this character, who would it be? This is easy. Who would is my favorite? Character oh, I know. So I know. Do you I know,
2: yes. Yeah, who is it? It's the uh female police officer. No,
1: I do love her, doing I was that. like, she's that's phenomenal. so your vibe. She is phenomenal. You're okay, right about that. Okay, that was my guess. Okay, no. that's
2: your
5: guess. Um I'm gonna guess the crazy woman. Nope. I, I don't wanna I was gonna say I was gonna say she's a part of a a scene but you haven't
1: reached there yet. <laughs> you haven't reached there yet, so I can't you figure it out.
5: You haven't yet, so I can't say, like, oh, it's that scene.
1: If there's one person on that show that would remind me of myself, who would that be? This is easy. This is really easy. If you'd known me more than two weeks, you would know. The guy and I have a very similar personality.
3: I feel like James Marsden is just a little too on the nose. I love that guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: I know. I love James yeah. Marsden. No, the judge. I love the yeah. judge on oh, that sure. judge. The judge is great. Okay, I was close. Oh, he's phenomenal, isn't yeah. he? It's like, don't You shut up over there!"
2: <laughs> I know, especially after his car gets broken into and they build. I a don't whole... know
1: about this six days. That's
2: on the second episode. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It might even be the first, first episode. Broke. Yeah.
1: Oh, maybe it is the first episode because I didn't remember it from last night. He gets night. all
2: mad and his hands bandaged up, and all of a sudden he's just not taking oh, anyone's yeah, I crap anymore.
1: That was the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do remember that now. You're right.
2: Yeah,
5: he's a real retired judge, so that's well, why he's so believable. Down.
1: They did a great job because he's a perfect pick. He's like, oh, he's my perfect. God.
5: And, you know, I am the wor- I don't have a poker face. I would be the worst person for this show. Oh, I I'd would be, be
2: just- laughing. <laughs> I'd be a wreck. I'd be, like, I'd be like, okay, I'd go to my, my doctor and say I need it all Botox. I need all of this to not move at all because I'd be like, <gasps> I would be a wreck. I,
5: yeah, I, I can't hold it in, and like once I like get the giggles, totally, I'm gone. I can't, I can't collect. It's I would be like the worst person on Saturday Night Live. I'd be the one breaking character every single weekend. Oh, can they, you imagine
1: how bad you'd have to be to be the worst person on Saturday Night Live? You'd have to be terrible. Yeah,
5: I, oh, that's about right for me. Yeah. I'd be Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> he never kept it together in any sketch. No, he did not. That's
1: true. <laughs> he didn't. Ah, what the hell? It all works out in the end, right? Yes, you for know. sure. But I uh well, like again last night so we watched uh we watched uh, Jury Duty and then we watched an episode of Abbott Elementary. There's only one season of Abbott. I thought there were two.
2: There's two. Yeah, there's two. I
1: can I couldn't find the second season. I think
2: they only have one, Are you watching on HBO?
1: I believe it's, Max. I think it
2: has one season. They yeah. only have one yeah. up right now.
1: Oh, oh so, so Max. Will,
2: Hulu, okay. Both well, seasons are there or or okay. ABC app. Yeah.
5: All right,
1: because I, I have, we've only got one episode left of uh, of the first season. So then I'll move over to Hulu and watch the second, because I thought there were two seasons.
5: There are, and it, things ramp up in season two. I won't spoil it, but it's, it's a good season. And, and <laughs> a really good sophomore season, too. They did not have that sophomore slump that you often see with shows where, like, they come out of the gate, you know, Roaring, and then you're like, "Oh, this isn't as good as it was." There they did a good job in season two.
1: There are so many people on that show that remind me of people that I grew up around, like my friends' mothers, people like that. Like the the principal of the school. Yes, she reminds me of a friend of mine's mother because, literally oh, except for my friend's mother, talked so fast you could not understand a damn word she was saying. You all want to come down here and mess i messing around with me. You don't want them to do it again. It's like, what the hell are you
2: Some, saying? That's a principle sometimes. Like, I have to put in the subtitles sometimes because she <laughs> talks,
0: and I talk fast, too.
2: So I'm always like, what did she? But it is funny. Abbott Elementary is one of those ones. <laughs> Love it. You should rewatch. It's kind of like yeah, The Office where you show. go, there's a lot of little jokes you could miss. Oh, yeah. And if you throw the subtitles on, you will die because you'll go, oh, that's that's hilarious. I think it's a very East Coast a pattern of speech. I
5: mean, they're Philadelphia, but I yeah. find that people yep. on the East Coast talk very fast, and I've had to slow down even my own speech pattern just growing mm-hmm. up because I would talk like this naturally of the conversation. And people are like,
2: "What are you saying?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. "Relatable, relatable." I,
5: I really think it's an East Coast thing because here on the West Coast, people yeah. talk so slow. And in my head, sometimes I'm listening to a conversation, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, hurry it up, get to the point."
0: <laughs>
1: Who's the handsome young black teacher? Oh. The guy. Oh, oh handsome, um, I
5: said so. Tyler.
1: Yeah, he's really good.
5: Yeah, what is his full name? He's so good.
1: You know what I love about him? He was character?
5: originally the kid in, um, Chris Rock's
2: sitcom.
1: Yeah, Tyler right. James
2: Williams.
1: Or Tyler,
2: Tyler James Williams.
5: That's
1: who it yeah. is? Yeah. I love that every time he hits a bump in the road, and you have to pay attention because once in a while he just kind of whispers it. Yeah. Because something will happen, you go, Am I, it's because I'm black. Are like, everybody in the school's black, you dope.
2: He'll just say something very <laughs> funny under his breath. I know. That show, it's
1: I'm, very funny. I
2: think if you're going to rewatch that show, that's definitely a good one because yeah. you've missed so much.
1: Was it Kinta? What's Kinta's last name? Kinta so, Brunson. Kinta Brunson. She is terrific on that show, too. So
5: good. And for people that don't know, she is the creator and writer, yep. head writer yep. on the show. So she's unbelievable. Has become a superstar. Totally deserves it. And, uh... I just love what they're doing with the show. Lisa yep. Ann Walter's fantastic. Yep. She's another one.
1: Is that the redhead?
5: Uh, yeah. And people will recognize her kind from.
1: Reminds me of somebody.
5: Who... Oh, who?
1: <laughs> God, who else do we know that has red hair and has an attitude? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Catherine Brandt. That's who it is.
5: KB one KV1.
1: She's got an attitude. There's no doubt about that. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, God. Lisa
5: and Walter's fantastic. And I genuinely, and I think I've said this before, this cast genuinely likes working with each other. And it shows. We'll yeah. yep. see them at award shows. And they're all together as a group. They're all attending as a group. That is, I will tell you, that is very rare when people actually all get along.
1: The 12th episode. The superintendent of schools hates the principal at, Adam, at Abbott Elementary. So he comes and, and they have to do a deal every, like, do we deserve more money coming into the school or whatever? And I can't remember his name, but the superintendent of schools, he sits there, he listens to everybody talk about they need money for this, money for this, money for this. And he gets up and goes, okay, well, that's going to wrap up the meeting. Uh, uh, I ain't giving you anything. And walks out of the
0: door. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It just reminds me of North High School. It's I'm just telling so you. It's so funny. It's a very funny show. Yeah,
0: so yeah, I got so the, well done.
1: I got one more episode. And then I'm going into season two of that. I got uh, six more episodes of Jury Duty because it's eight episodes, right? Yes. Okay, so I got six more to go there. And Catherine likes it too. She she likes Jury Duty a lot.
5: She also likes the good place. She's got good taste. Oh,
1: the good place. I gotta I'm having such a <laughs> You just a pro- have a
5: Ted Dancing issue. I'm just I never do. gonna let, you, let that go with you because you were like, she's away, I've got to finish it. I can't get through an episode.
1: Oh God, it's just ever since he he wore blackface to hang out with Whoopi Goldberg, I'm like, oh, I don't even God. think you got to
5: the twist. You did not even get to the twist of the good place. So you don't no, even I didn't. understand the premise of the show.
1: Okay. All right. Is he punished somehow? <laughs> Just kidding. No, I, I used to really like him. I thought he was terrific on the on the bar one. Uh cheers. Cheers. cheers.
0: Th- he
1: was terrific on there. And after that he's been okay.
5: Sam Malone. Sam I mean Malone, that I mean yeah. that cast though, I mean that's an iconic show. Oh too. god. And I think what's even more iconic about Cheers, I don't know if people remember this, but when they did the uh, series finale, and I think it was 1993, if I'm correct, um, they had a live special with Jay Leno, but they drank the whole time. Oh, God. By the time they got to the live special, everyone was, like, completely tanked and could barely hold it together. And there's Jay, like, the only sober one. And you know what that's like when you're the only sober one in a group of drunk people. It was a hot mess.
1: I could see that. You know what we should do, Brittany? Mm-hmm. we we'll would have to take one for the team. What's that? But we'll get everybody in studio, and we'll all start drinking and see who gets arrested first.
2: Wait. So, wait. In this scenario, you and I are drinking as well? Yes. Okay. Well, so we know who's can I be get the only first? sober one in the room? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the first one passed out after, like, a drink and a half. So.
1: Yeah, there you, go. There <laughs> you I mean, go. I don't mean to be
2: rude, but I feel like a thimble would get you drunk.
1: Ooh. Yeah, you don't seem to be a big drinker. You don't have a big I am drinker. I'm not a attitude. big
5: drinker. And I have to be, like, if I go out for dinner and have a drink, I have to drink, finish the drink really early, eat the entire meal, wait a bit, and then drive home.
1: So, like, heroin, you do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd throw it out there. What?
3: Well, listen, she does the heroin no, very no. early. Early <laughs> in the day, studio, yes, And then yes. she drives home. Exactly. It's by the time it she takes goes to really bed. a really
5: long time. I have to make it a really long evening if I have a glass of alcohol. It's it's like like a th- th- heroin's like a three-day weekend thing. Yeah. So. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, well, I have one coming up ahead. Perfect.
1: <laughs> well, that's right. We got, a, we got a three-day weekend this week. That sounds good to me.
5: Yeah. I'm going to see Shania Twain. <gasps> I love
1: her. God, she's good.
2: <laughs>
1: she's really good.
2: We had a Shania Twain day yesterday, Kristen. I missed it. Yes. Yes everything was just Shania Twain quotes left and right and like that's why Rudy's eyes just got huge <laughs> like no <laughs> don't bring up Shania again he just got yeah. PTSD from our whole day yesterday no 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 I Com- love her so much
3: complete opposite I'm a big fan are you, I love are you, yeah
2: I love that we both screwed up whose bed have your boots been under we both s- yeah. s-
3: messed that one up well I was gonna drop the oh you're going to see Shania Twain that don't, don't impress, impress me, me much, much. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she's hell. playing
5: at the Hollywood Bowl, so it's oh,
2: perfect oh, that'd be venue. Good. You think okay, you're good? Kristen Burt? That don't impress me.
1: <laughs> and by the way, let me close with this. That's not what she said. She actually said, "Whose boots are your bed under?"
2: I, we both, me and Rudy, mm-hmm. both. Screwed That's right. That you up. both
1: screwed that up. I <laughs>
2: incepted Rudy with the wrong words, and then we both go, "Who boots have your bed been under?" And then we both go, <laughs> like, "What?" Yeah. Oh, that does make any
1: sense. <laughs> Somebody's walking around on your bed with their boots on. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice touch. All right, sister, we'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll wrap it up before a three-day weekend for everybody.
5: Sounds good.
1: Thank you, dear. Have Bye. Kristen Burton, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. You know, I've always said you can't count on two nice weekends in a row until mid-June in Minnesota, and we're only a couple of weeks away from mid-June now. Well, three weeks, I guess. Once again, we're right on the money. What better time to lose weight like I'm doing with MNFatLoss.com. The program's been great for me. And again, let me throw in quickly. I get called to a lot of dinners, meetings, blah, blah, blah. So my weight tends to go up and down a little bit. But as long as it keeps dropping, uh, and you can do that on this program. You got to do what you got to do, right?
2: Got to do what you got to do.
1: So I've been, uh, the program has been great for me. I've lost 23 pounds so far. I've been on the program for a little over a month. I'm not feeling hungry. And that's true. You do not get hungry. I am feeling healthier, and I've got plenty of energy, too. I wouldn't follow a fat loss program that isn't safe. I've got to be around to do this podcast. You know that. I'm proving that you can if you lose 20 to 30 pounds in just a couple of months. Do yourself a favor. Check out the program at mnfatloss.com. Very easy program to follow. Seriously. Of course, results may vary, but I'm losing weight, and I feel great. Uh, If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, that's about a pound of fat every day, by the way. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That is mnfatloss.com. Please be sure to tell them Tom Bernard sent you. I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising.
0: Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner.
1: Hi, this is Tom Bernard. If you've been listening, you know I'm a fan of Nissan vehicles. I own an Altima. My son and daughter-in-law both own Nissans, and we bought them all at Walls and Nissan stores here in the Metro. They hang their hats in Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. So, why is Walls are different? than other Nissan stores? And why should you absolutely go there this month? Tell them I personally sent you to lease or buy your next vehicle. First, there's Walzer Care, a complimentary powertrain warranty that will keep you covered for miles to come for free at Walzer Nissan. This month, you can score 0% financing for up to 60 months on select Nissans, or you can lease the 2023 Nissan Pathfinder S for only $269 a month. You'll need to tell them you want the Tommy B deal, of course. That's understood. So, not just Nissan, but Walzer Nissan, Burnsville, Wisetta, and Coon Rapids. Don't forget to let them know the Tom Bernard family sent you and ask for the Tommy B deal go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you 269 per month for 24 months 10,000 miles per year 5900 do it signing Vin PC-261725 Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company Here's Corey Wisco of the Welshire.
3: It's difficult to put in words the relationship that
1: we have with North American Banking Company. You know, they've been there from the very beginning with our
3: vision of providing quality dementia care for individuals and they've been a partner all the way through. They uh, really are uh, there for us.
1: For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabankco.com. That's nabankco.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender.
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
1: We are back, ladies and gentlemen. News and information. Got Chris Eggert coming up in just about uh, 20 minutes from now, somewhere in there. 15, 20 minutes. I really like him. I've been watching him uh, when I get up in the morning. He's on I think it's 5.30 is when he first comes on, I think. He's so
2: serious when he's doing the news. I'm doing
1: the news, and I'm very serious about it, damn you could it.
2: call me Mr. Eggert.
1: Well, I do that anyway. Yeah, that's true. You know, I've got to get that cooking, no question about it. But, yeah, he will join us in a few minutes. I guess about 15, 20, somewhere in there. This might be the most uh, petty but brilliant way you could get back at someone. A woman in the U.K. is going viral after she caught her boyfriend cheating got back at him by hiding smelly food in his apartment. Oh, uh, there's a video where she opens up the curtain rods above one of his windows, stuffs a bunch of shrimp in there. Oh god, that's got to
2: Oh, in the curtain rod?
1: You know, I ha- I once had a, a friend, well two friends actually, and my friend on one side just bought a new car. Yeah. And the guy thought it was fu- Well, the other guy thought it was funny to hide like seafood under his seat. Yeah. Well, apparently it didn't smell at first, but by the time he did smell <gasps> it, it was rotting so bad no! it, it literally destroyed the interior of his car. No, he, he had to pull it all out because it all smelled horrible.
2: I have a real problem with like mold. Like mold really gets to me. Um, your wife, your precious darling, amazing wife, told me she left salmon in the trunk of her car. Oh yeah. <laughs> And it literally made me dry <laughs> heave for 20 minutes. It just reeks.
1: Uh. Oh, God, it stinks. Uh. Unbelie- unbelievable, man.
2: Yeah, unbelievable.
1: By wow. the way, the same guy who thought it was funny to put uh, shrimp and lobster under somebody's driver's Which seat. Is
2: not a fun, he did. flirty prank. Not you know, a fan. You know what else
1: he used to do when we used to go golfing together? Huh. And I don't know where he printed these up, but they looked beautiful. That it was a piece of paper that looked exactly like a Minnesota license plate mm-hmm. for your car. Yeah. Except on every one of them it said, I'm drunk.
2: Oh, God.
1: It's like, why would That's you funny. do that?
2: So he'd put it over, like, the, your Yeah, license? so
1: it looked like the real license plate. So it would say, I'm drunk. It's like, why would you do that to people?
2: Could you uh, imagine getting pulled over oh, and being oh, so God. confused?
1: Well, because most guys leave in... Golf courses probably are drunk, oh, That's so. probably a good point. I'm sure they're not driving, though. They're taking taxis.
2: I'm sure of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure back
2: in the day especially.
1: You'd actually know the person I'm talking about, too, but I'm not going to tell you on the air who it is. All right. I'm fine with that. What could you say instead? I, I don't like saying I'm not going to tell you on digital who it is. And on the say air thing on is,
2: air because we're on air. Are uh, we? If we had a little light, it would go on air. Would it? Yeah.
1: Okay. Never mind.
2: Uh, There's air, I mean, there's, oh, well, we're on cords, (laughs) we're on,
1: hey, we're on cords, we're on,
2: there's airwaves, right, I don't actually know how science works at all, we'll
1: do it this way, much like the woman in front of Tom last night, we're on your phone all the time, oh, no, I bet you loved that, oh, God, did that piss me off.
3: Getting back to pranks, it's so different when men prank men, when uh, differently than women prank women, right? We don't prank but each other. That's the thing. Like no. a woman will prank somebody and be like, "I gave Anne Riesling when she wanted Sylvia block. Yeah, boy, that's hilarious. There's no, we hilarious. don't.
2: That's not even. We don't. We're not even that. We have no. We have no
3: time for that. My friends pulled a prank where they pretended to kidnap me. Jeez, they? what? They, did you believe it? Yes. Okay. It, was, it was so well done that they literally tried to tie me up and throw me in a car and and kidnap me.
2: Where was this?
3: It was up in Hibbing, Minnesota. A friend of mine was like, hey, I got to go buy some weed. Can you drop me off? And I'm like, sure. So I, I, we pull into this parking lot, and he's waiting, and we see a car pull up around this building. And he's like, I'll be right back. And he walks out, and he walks around the building. And then all of a sudden, 10 seconds later, I see this car come screeching out from behind the building. And I'm like, what the hell happened? And I pull up to the building, and I look behind it, and there's my friend laying on the ground. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I get out, and I go to help him. And as I'm helping him up, three dudes in ski masks tackle me oh, God. and start to put my hands behind my back. They go to my car. They try to get the trunk open. I wiggle out and take off running. <laughs> and I go to a friend's house, call the police. No! Yes, absolutely. Somebody tried to kidnap me. Uh, This is all happening. Meanwhile, the cops show up. A friend of mine comes knocking on our other friend's door, whose house I went to, and was like, oh my God, dude, that was a prank. I'm like, well, the cops are on their way. The cops show up, and uh, they have this whole thing like, hey man, so luckily we didn't get cited for it. At least those guys didn't get cited for it, but that was the most trauma, because in the moment, you're like, "Ah, that was really funny. No, I would not. Nightmares for months. I would not. would not go away. You had
2: PTSD (laughs) in your real life. Like, I always think. When things like that happen, is like that was – you were in your everyday life. Like when I think about Kuwait or Iraq, I was in a different place. I wasn't in my home, so it's kind of easy for me to divide those things up. Sure. But you were living your normal life, and that happened. Yeah.
3: That's not funny. Oh, it, I was the best man in one of those guys' weddings. Like that's how t- guys treat it. Is but like you, just you had
2: – like you probably can still get triggered by something with that.
3: Oh yeah! Anytime somebody makes me drop them off to go buy weed, I'm like, listen, yeah. I, fool me once, shame on you. I'll get an Uber next time. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. How did they know you didn't have a gun? Oh, I mean, they, they were
3: my best friends. They I was sixteen. I knew a bit. him in and yeah. out. I still right,
1: shoot it, that some bitch. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, yeah. Well, I'm sixteen. It's not like it wasn't like Minneapolis, you oh, know.
1: Yeah. Were they all sixteen?
3: Yeah, we were like sixteen, seventeen. Uh, so they yeah. they were that
1: young. That yeah. Still not a good thing to be pulling off at 16. I could see yes, yeah, 16-year-old's doing that. Yeah. So. That's true.
2: I'm not like a prank person.
1: I'm not either. I, I,
2: I, I, it's rare that I would be into giving, like, pranking somebody. Like, my pranks would be like, oh, I jumped from a door quickly just now and kind of, hey, and mm-hmm. that's it, and it's short-lived.
1: How'd you say hi again? Hi. Hi. Oh, I was hiding.
2: <laughs> Lady. <up> here. Um, <laughs> so so I don't, I don't not, yeah, I... I'm not a pranky yeah. person. Are you
3: somebody who does pranks as well, Rudy? I used to be, but not anymore. Right? Yeah, you, you, it kind of gets out of your system. I think people prank because they want attention. Like, look what yeah, I maybe, did to yeah. that person, and mm-hmm. now that I'm in my 40s, I have no—I don't need any of that.
2: I'm telling you, if anyone did that to me—that uh, kidnapping—I would be ruined. I hate feeling. I mean, nobody likes feeling that insecure or that that that, uh, that lack of security feeling.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that would oh, ruin yeah. me.
2: My house got yeah. broken into. Twice. Really? Yeah. Once while I was there. Oh god. And it ruined me for a very long time. See that? Yeah. Um, and I I could not imagine the idea of getting pranked as attack you, tie you up. Oh my god! The trunk opening. Yeah. Game over.
1: Is that like a small town kind of thing? You think?
3: Yeah. There's nothing else to do. It was either that or go drink out of a keg and you know knock somebody up. Sure. Forget about math. (laughs) <laughs> Meth was not around. That's That's how old I am. Meth that's was not old. quite
1: around yet when I was at that age, yeah. Yeah, 16-year-olds do some stuff. It's like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Ah, what the hell. It all works out in the end, though, doesn't it? I'm
2: glad you weren't kidnapped. I mean, I like you, and I'm glad you were never kidnapped.
3: Yeah, well, thank you for that. I don't You're know welcome. what those guys would have done with me. It's I, like, well, I don't know. We're buds. You but yeah, you
2: are wily. I can't imagine you getting out of things in booking it. I I think that people would probably underestimate, well, if they knew you well, but I could, uh, detaining you would be hard. You're a wily person. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Yep. And slender too at that time. I yeah. was very tiny, so.
2: It's like you never can make the ropes. I remember I got a cast. Mm-hmm. I was at the VA and they gave me, I broke my wrist and I, they made me a cast and they could not make it small enough. I could always slip it off. Sure. People underestimate when you're like a little bit on the, like you just,
1: isn't it funny how? See now this is a perfect example why I keep telling people you cannot judge someone whom you, you, know, you didn't grow up like them. you didn't see because again, I have never known somebody that was you know a prank kidnapped like mm-hmm. that. You could probably get away with that inhibiting without getting killed. Sure yeah. But in other areas, I'll give you an example. The one kidnapping that I knew about wasn't phony. It was my friend's Bob's mother got kidnapped. Jesus. I will never forget this as long as I live. Uh, Bob, if you're listening, God, it scared the piss out of me. <laughs> we were in seventh grade. All of a sudden, he comes home, and his mother's been kidnapped, right? So they go through this. They track down the guys. They find the money. They find all the stuff. Guys go to prison. Several years later, the guy walks up and knocks on their door. What? It's like, oh, what is wrong with hey, you?
2: And wait, I, you've, she was fine? Now, like...
1: She, she worked out. Yeah, it worked, thank God it, they worked out. Because they they literally threatened to take her out.
2: For but money? I, is that what they wanted? Yeah,
1: they wanted money. Uh... Uh, you know, they own some stores and stuff like that. But but it's so funny where you grow up is so different than every... Like, you and I grew up totally different, mm-hmm. right? How can people judge something? You said that because you're this, you're that. You're, oh, my God, you're insensitive. You're racist. But No, we didn't all grow up together. I don't get some things that happen out there. They don't get some things that happen in here. We need to be a little more understanding and a little calmer about this. We are not all the same. I mean, everything's judged by skin color. All white people and all black people are the same. Yeah. Why don't you calm down with that, for Christ's sake? Yeah,
2: and quit... Quick kidnapping Rudy, everybody. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah,
1: no more kidnapping.
3: Please. Yeah, if you try to go anywhere out of northern Minnesota with some Ludafisk, they will lose their money. Oh, I bet. They have no idea why you would eat it. Why I've you never would... had it. Oh, you're not missing much, man. Yeah. A lie. Isn't yeah. it lie? It's lie, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Nah,
1: yeah.
2: I remember we had a uh, an uncle, an aunt, an uncle Ish. that always tried to make it happen on holidays. We're like, quit trying to make lutefisk happen. It's yeah. never gonna happen, Kathy.
1: What? So what do they put? What do they put on there? It's what kind of fish is it? A carp or something? Somebody told me.
3: Um, is it cod? I was just gonna guess cod, cod but I don't it know. Yeah, it might actually, because I'm trying to think. There's another. Um, Uh, buccala is another one that is, it's, it's it's potatoes and cod and oil is essentially what it is. It's, it's wonderful if you put some garlic on it, but it was basically, it's kind of like ratatouille where it was like, well, this kind of became a dish because poor people had, they had 10 different ingredients, didn't know what to do with them. So they threw it in a pot. It's potatoes and cod because cod was plentiful as were potatoes. Mm -hmm. So they just threw it in a pot and went, all right, well, this is dinner tonight.
1: That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes total sense. But yeah, I, that's the one thing that that I... Uh, if I, I'm i going to keep going out and doing some talks to people and all that stuff, but I am going to point that out. It's like we are not all the same just because our skin color is different or all the same. Or whatever. You can't judge people on their skin color, for Christ's sake, mm-hmm. one way or the other. Yeah. It's just stupid. And again, other people are making money from it, so just understand. They're making money out of you and my misery. So... Piss on them. What do you think?
2: Yeah, piss on their faces. Well, I didn't
1: know if I'd go that far. No, I think you're right.
2: (laughs) Yeah, why not? Right
1: in the yapper.
2: Right in the
0: mouth. That's what you're saying?
2: In their mouth.
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.